Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Irene Madrid, and this is Career Coaching, a podcast where I sit with successful professionals to discover who they are and what has helped them to achieve why they stand out today. My hope is that after each episode, you're a step closer to finding out who you want to be. I promise you're going to get the most of it. In this episode, I chat with Marcos Gomez, Boeing 737 Senior Fish Officer of one of Europe's largest airlines. He started flying when he was just 16 years old, and now he has more than four years of experience as a professional airline pilot. So welcome, Marcos, to Career Coaching Podcast. I'm very excited to have you here today. Hello, Irene. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Really looking forward to having a chat with you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I usually begin my episode by expressing how did I get to know my guest speaker and the way he inspired me. So I met Marcos a couple of years ago through my brother. I was fascinated by his way of seeing life and at the same time how clear he had his path when he was only 16 years old. In fact, being a pilot is a true devotion. Let's dive in, Marcos. So now introduce yourself a bit and your current role. Well, thank you very much for your introduction. That was really nice. <laughs> well, currently, as you have mentioned, I am a Boeing 737 um, airline pilot since four years ago. It was the moment when I joined my current airline, which is one of uh, Europe's largest airlines. I'm currently based in Alicante, which is uh, home for me. So really happy with my current situation. Uh, yeah, before living in Alicante as a base, uh, I used to work in uh, Berlin as well. So I've lived in Germany and also I've lived in uh, Nottingham. Uh, I was flying out of an airport really close to Nottingham. So pretty much central UK, central England, actually. And so, yeah, so currently in Alicante, home, uh, working for a really nice airline and with a really nice ship. Uh, yeah, I've been four years as a first officer and looking to become a captain hopefully in the next few years. Wow, uh, that sounds super interesting. And now tell us more about the day in the life of, of being a pilot. So how is since you wake up in the morning well, till you arrive to yeah. your destiny? That depends. That depends a lot on, on, the, on the airline because each company has its own shifts. But in my case, in my current airline, I'm going to just speak for myself. In my airline, we, we pretty much have to two shifts it's an early shift or or a late shift so for example on an early shift as you will know i guess you have traveled on very early morning flights we really depart re really early so in alicante we depart at around 6 30 7 a.m i live 40 minutes away from the airport so that is quite a commute for me so i usually wake up on an early shift at around 4 35 a.m Quick shower, quick breakfast, and then uh, head to the airport where um, I meet my captain, which is uh, my colleague in the cockpit. And uh, we discuss about operational aspects of the flight, such as the weather or air traffic control restrictions or airspace regulations or different aspects that are going to affect our flight. Mm -hmm. And based on that, we decide on how much fuel we're going to get for that day or for that flight. And once we have made the decision, we meet up with the rest of the crew. So that are the cabin crew. And we are going to discuss with them about, uh, you know, relevant aspects of how the day is going to look like, such as, yeah, the weather, the amount of passengers, um, if we have any expected delays or, you know, all, all of these kind of aspects. Once we breathe all together, we go to the aircraft, we power it up, we prepare everything and then we load the passengers and uh, yeah, we depart as soon as possible. Uh, ho hopefully always we're striving for a early departure so we can uh, make it early on our destination. So for example, in my company uh, here, this base, we usually do two flights per day, but 
we can also have uh, four flights per day. But for example, on a two flight day, we, I don't know, for example, we take off, we depart from Alicante, we fly to London, we arrive in the airport, we're at around yeah, 30, 35 minutes average on the ground. We offload the passengers bags and then we unload the, the next uh, passengers for our flight back to Alicante. And then we fly back and uh, we pretty much, for example, if we departed at 6.30, 7 a.m., we, we would be back at around 12, 1 on a normal mm -hmm. two hour and a half flight. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um, sometimes if we have four flights, what we would do is, yeah, as I said, we would, for example, fly to London, then we fly back and then we do another two domestic flights. So for example, we fly then from Alicante to Palma de Mallorca or to Santiago de Compostela, for example, and then fly back. And uh, that would be a four, uh, four day, sorry, four flight working day. And that would be around total between 10 and 12 average working days. So, you know, on a, on a two, two flight day, we, we, we work for around seven, eight hours. And on a flower sector day, we do around 12, 10 to 12 hours. And yeah, that's pretty much how, how, our, how my day looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, at my current airline, we never do overnight. Mm -hmm. So we never stay at hotels. We always go back to our home base, mm -hmm. which is really nice. And uh, yeah, really happy. And um, well, I, I'm very curious, Marcos, to know more, for example, what was the most challenging flight you have ever experienced as a pilot? Um, well, there's quite a few. You know, in this job, 95% of the days are quite standard. But, uh, you know, those other 5% where the flight comes really challenging are the, are the ones you really remember on your career. So mm -hmm. I remember flying one day from Alicante to Rome and we were expecting a lot of thunderstorms. And um, so we, we put more fuel than normal. And, uh, you know, because we, we can expect some holdings and maybe some restrictions due to the thunderstorms around the airport and all that. So I remember we, we arrived in, in Rome and uh, we were told to hold over the airport because there were a lot of traffics uh, trying to come in the airport, but they couldn't because of the thunderstorms. So, you know, it is quite a tight situation where you see your fuel going down. And of course you, you have planned for it, but you know, um, you have to take into consideration a lot of factors in that moment. And, you know, we, we were waiting for around 30, 40 minutes and all of a sudden we, we got a lightning strike on the aircraft, which was uh, quite a thing. It was the first time I had it and it is quite unusual, but when it happens, it happens and you know, you have to be prepared for it because it, wow. it is How quite sudden. How did you sudden. react to Marcos? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing because you're flying the aircraft and all of a sudden you get a lightning strike, which is massive. The, the sound is massive. So basically the, the aircraft is prepared for it. But yeah, it was quite a thing. So you know, it's like a big, yeah. yeah, it's like a big bang uh, all of a sudden. But yeah, we, we waited and eventually we could make it into Rome with around, yeah, 40, 45 minutes delay. And yeah, it was quite uh, frightening. But, you know, we are prepared and and it was, uh, in the end, a quite uneventful, uneventful flight, uh, yeah, even though we had the landing well. strike. <laughs> all, yeah, the, exactly. all the passengers with a happy ending. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so after this introduction, uh, let's move to the deep content section. So Beautiful. the first... The first thing that I want to know from you is that you describe me your professional path. I know like from what I hear is that like a pilot, uh, you start at such a young age. So even like at high school, you start with your private lessons but all of that. But yeah, just like as a as a very quick, uh, how did you like start in the, like in the, I don't know, it's called academy. And then yeah. uh, when they 
are you, how it works, so all these paths. So go yeah. ahead. <laughs> so basically there are quite a few ways to become a pilot. The the path I chose um, basically consisted of, you know, you first of all have to get the private pilot license, which is the license that uh, enables you to fly small single engine piston aircraft, which are the typical small airplane that you see when you're lying in the beach and you see an airplane flying over your head. That's a typical small aircraft, what we're talking about, right? So in order for you to get a license, you have to get your private pilot's license. And I got it at age 16, which is the legal minimum uh, while I was doing high school. So yeah, I, I could actually fly an aircraft before driving a car, which is quite surprising. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that license when I was 16, then finished high school. And once I finished, uh, of course, I wanted to become a professional pilot. So I started to do my commercial pilot license, which took around two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lived in the UK. I did it in Bristol. Uh, beautiful city and then the other part of the of the of the training i did it in madrid so you know a bit all around the place and it took around two years finished at age, uh, age 21 and a few months later I was fortunate enough to land my first job for my current airline it was a really good situation market wise uh, a lot of airlines were hiring a lot of pilots so I prepared myself and uh, I was just spreading out CVs all around uh, the European airlines and yeah got an interview I was uh, lucky and uh, you know it was uh, really good and yeah i i managed to land my first job wow, so that's pretty much first. how 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 it went yeah but usually it's um i mean when you study that it's i mean it uh, how do you say it um there's any guarantee that you're gonna get a job or it depends no no never um in this job there is a lot of competition and mm. depending on the market the demand is higher or lower in in my moment when i finished the demand was quite high but for example a person who is finishing the course right now with the ongoing pandemic situation and everything you know that person is going to have a very difficult time to get a job maybe it's going to take four five six years you never know for for he or she to get a job oh, wow. so 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 it depends. It depends for sure. But uh, no, there's never a guarantee. It, it is an investment. So pretty much you 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 start a course and you do your best and hopefully you you will get a job. Um, but no, there's no guarantee. <laughs> so but so yeah, like moving to the second question. So how do you figure out your your professional passion? That's a quite uh, easy answer for me. I remember when I was around 13, 12, 13 years old. I got a present for Christmas that pretty much changed my life because uh, that present meant that uh, I would discover what what my vocation would be for the, for my life, right? Mm -hmm. And that present was uh, the Microsoft Flight Simulator game for the computer. Ah. So <laughs> um, I got a present, I installed it on my computer, started playing, and all of a sudden I discovered that that wasn't a game, it was a simulator. So, you know, it is... It is quite a thing because it really goes in depth and you learn a lot and you learn a lot and, you know, you start um, looking up in forums and uh, talking to other people that are also in the simulator world. And, you know, I was just a 13-year-old kid uh, passionate about flying uh, yeah. in the simulator and that developed onto flying on real life because wow. you know, I spent around two, three years flying on the simulator at home until I did my first introductory flight in real life. Yeah. And that was a big process. But pretty much, yeah, I found my career 
career path just by flying on a computer game. <laughs> what a what a funny factor indeed. Yeah. Um, but but did you have any like relatives that they were pilots or was no, just poor, actually, poor hazard? Actually, no. There's a lot of people, a lot of colleagues of, of mine, you know, they 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 had a, I don't know, their their dad or some yeah. relative, you know, they, they used to be pilots or something. But in my case, no, there there was never any aviation interest in my family. So you know, I just uh, started playing this game and mm -hmm. I was really passionate about it. And I really felt a drive inside me. And all of a sudden I had a, a new passion, which which became my vocation. <laughs> wow. And so like moving to more specific questions, like which are the skills and profile that you think that are needed like for this, like for being a successful pilot in your opinion? Mm, uh, yeah, that's a good question, actually. Um, you know, you have to think about that in a cockpit, which is a really small space. Um, you are it's you and another colleague maybe sitting together for 12 hours and maybe you have never came across that uh, colleague before because we're always changing pilots you know it's sometimes we you know you fly with people you have never met before and you're in a small space which is the cockpit so it is really important to have you know communication skills and a lot of assertiveness as well you have to be really open and really communicative right because that colleague of yours so for example in my case the captain he could be from another culture or another country another you know so you have to be really open and assertive also you have to be really adaptable um flying is a a really dynamic job as in for example the example i was giving to you before the Alicante to London flight, for example, you can do that flight five days in a row. So the same route and every single day is going to be completely different, completely, because, you know, the weather is different. Passengers are different. Um, air traffic control, different airspace regulations are different. You know, everything changes on a daily basis so you have to be mm -hmm. really adaptable also um as a captain for example you have to have um a really good leadership skills because you are in charge not only of the 200 passengers you're carrying behind but you're also in charge of the whole crew so the captain is the boss he takes the final decision mm -hmm. and uh but at the same time you have to rely on the rest of the crew for you to take appropriate decisions each time so leadership is a, a really important skill to develop in order to become the commander of an aircraft, right? And in the end, teamwork, because we're all a team. It's not only the captain or the first officer flying. It's, you know, us two. And then it's a cabin crew. Then we have the ground crew. Then it's air traffic control as well. So we are all a team and we work together every time to achieve a goal, which basically is uh, taking passengers from A to B on a safe and, and efficient way. So, um, you know, teamwork. Teamwork, yeah, exactly. I think, is one of the most important uh, aspects and skills in, in yeah. the aviation industry, for sure. Yeah, for example, comparing that to a uh, normal business, how it works, uh, it's literally the same. One of the key things is, is teamwork. Like, without teamwork, doesn't like it doesn't work. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, yeah. So, do you think there was a specific step that helped you get why you stand out today? For sure, I think. As a person, huh? as a person. Yeah, vocation. I mean, this job especially it's you have to take a lot of sacrifices sometimes because you know sometimes maybe you have to be sent to other country or you know you have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning or oh. there are 
I, there are a lot of difficulties in this job as in any other job, but this job specifically, you have to really love what you're doing in order to compensate for all the bad aspects of the job, because this is not a nine to five office job. This is completely dynamic and it changes every day, every week, and it never becomes um, boring as in, you know, it is really dynamic. So uh, vocation, in my opinion, is the most important thing um, in this job, because, you know, in the end of the day, I think based on my experience and meeting all of you know the colleagues I've uh, came across with we all love flying it's it is a special thing you are there at uh, 39,000 feet flying a 70 ton aircraft around Europe and it's a beautiful thing it's 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 kind of romantic even no it's like <laughs> you're in charge of this big beast flying passengers all around Europe so vocation is is a main thing. Also, um, it is really important to develop your English skills because English is your it's the the aviation the language. We all mm -hmm. we all communicate in English in aviation. So um, you talk to air traffic control in English. You talk between your colleagues in English every time. So it's really really important as well. And those those two, but especially vocation. Yeah, I would like to outline. You know, but, this, this, but for uh, example, but for example, Marcus, when you like studied at the academy and. The specific school yeah. for pilots when when like making that decision do you think it's important like the place or it's more important like when you are already like working as a pilot your develop, development as a professional instead of the education the you have learned ah well i think it is a combination of everything um it is really important where you study but in the end uh, you are the one in charge of of yourself and no matter how you know, the, the lessons can be of really good quality and uh, depending on the school you go to or the academy. But in the end, you are the one who has to study and develop yourself and improve your skills, especially, specifically what we've talked before, assertiveness, adaptation, leadership and all that. So you are the one in charge of improving that kind of skills on yourself. So I think it's more, at least in aviation, it is really important to have a good mentor or good teachers, professors, whatever you want to call it. But in the end, it, it is yourself. Um, it's like, you know, I, I really like to say that investing in yourself is the best investment. So in aviation Absolutely. as well, you know, it, it's pretty much in any business or any market outside. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this is one of my favorite questions. Which is your favorite book would you recommend to your yeah, young audience or future pilot or just people <laughs> that are curious to know more about what a pilot does in the daily life? Um, you know, books... Uh, related to aviation normally they're really specific I am I would say there is a lot of good content in YouTube if you want to become a pilot or you know because it is a really good resource as well but books you know can I say two books <laughs> yeah of course go ahead yeah <laughs> uh, they're not really related to to aviation but they are really they are actually related to you know taking risks and um believing in yourself and personal development more than you know aviation mm. because in the end if you want to become a pilot and you love aviation you're you're gonna feel it inside you because you know as i said before this is a really special job but sometimes you're going to be lacking in self-confidence because the situation is quite difficult or so. And yeah. two books that really helped me um, was, uh, well, the first one is, is called Courage, the, the Joy of Living Dangerously by Osho. And uh, this, you know, this book proposes that, you know, we're, whenever we are faced with uncertainty or changes in our lives, 
it is actually a cause for celebration as in i know instead of trying to hang on to the familiar and the known we can really we can learn to enjoy these situations as opportunities for adventure um or our understandings for ourselves and the world around us so you know when i had to uh, live elsewhere or i had to you know uh, go to another country to for example when i was to when i went to germany and i didn't understand the word and it it is quite a frightening experience especially when you're so young right Mm -hmm. so this book um you know told me to embrace fear or embrace the uncertainty and take benefit of it in order for you to grow personally uh, so that book was really really nice for me and the other thing? one yeah the other one is called this is a really special one as well it's called the seven spiritual laws of success um Deepak chopra and it's it's a really nice book uh it preaches the the idea that personal success is not the outcome of hard work um precise plans or like you know a driving ambition but rather of understanding our basic nature as human beings and how to allow allow the the, the the you know the nature the laws of nature to impact on ourselves in a positive way as in um just don't don't fight to 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 strive for a goal but just flow and and take decisions from the heart rather than your mind because sometimes your mind is really has a a filter based on past experiences and all that mm-hmm. so that book yeah. uh, really helped me as well to take important decisions and you know it's, I uh, more. yeah <laughs> those two books really helped me as in you know, personal growth and progress. Thank you, Marcus. And the last question is, which advice would you give to prospective pilots or or young audience in general in terms of faith in life? Um, yeah, well, good question. Advices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think in the end of the day, uh, we're here to, to enjoy the path, right? So I would say just to do more of what makes you feel good. Uh, our time in... in in life is, is limited so I think we you know embrace uncertainty and as it's a way of personal growth and, you know you get one life so seize the moment and especially I don't know I, I would say based on my experience just keep it simple we we tend to complicate things too much sometimes mm-hmm. as human beings and I think just um, taking a breath a step back and gaining some perspective and just keeping it simple helped me a lot to, to make me reach where I'm right now so you know those three things i would consider them a good advice for young people or for pilots or or whoever wants to to achieve a goal in life that was very enriching marcus (laughs) so thank you so much for being here today and taking the time it was an amazing conversation and i hope uh, you become a model to follow for our audience as a professional and of course as a person also so thank you so much marcus Thank you very much, Irene. It was a pleasure. I learned a lot as well and uh, looking forward to the next one. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.